When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Exists to unleash abundance in every person. You can learn more at wearealight.org. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and, and what have you learned? Learn, learn, if you've been wondering what Tyra Banks has been doing lately, um, she coined the phrase smize on America's Next Top Model. Do you remember that? It's smile with yes. your eyes. Yes. Smize. It's I love smize. Smize. Nice. Smile with your eyes. Okay. Um, well, she has now. Uh, listed a patent at the mm-hmm. trademark office for a company applied uh, the ownership of the term smize cream. So she's going to make <laughs> ice cream with her trademark smize. Oh, you thought it was makeup, didn't cream. you? I thought it was makeup, like eye makeup. Like eye cream? No, no a line of ice, ice cream. cream. Just in case you smize cream. You, this is for people also, who maybe wanted to be a model at some point and is, have and given up. And then we're up. like, screw it, Whatever. I want ice cream. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that will make me smize. <laughs> I'm not going to be a model, so yep. give me some ice cream. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tyra Banks, man, she is getting it done. Yeah. Although, is she? I mean, do you think she's really going to be that successful with something called Smize Cream? If it's delicious. I mean, what, are you going to buy it in the store? Is that the plan, or is it just a, a little shop on the corner somewhere? Smize. Oh, Burbank. Maybe. This doesn't sound very delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of sound like a cosmetic yeah. eye cream. Mm. Okay, um, somebody has found Michael Jackson's uh, oxygen rejuvenation chamber where he took naps in hopes of living forever. He wanted to live to be at least 150. Um, So here we go. Uh, It is a hyperbolic chamber, and it was supposed to keep him alive for longer. Hyperbaric chamber? Hyperbaric. Hyperbolic. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Kind of awesome. Whoops. Nope. This is basically a hyperbolic chamber. Yeah, hyperbolic. Yeah, okay. So, it's uh, he used it was a hundred thousand dollar glass chamber to combat aging, and so somebody found it in a warehouse. And I guess what are they going to do? Rent it out like an Airbnb, or what do you do? What do you do with that? I guess maybe just to try it. <laughs> they Michael laid here. Oh God. Oh, just get in it and live forever. I guess I'm not sure. Hmm. Would you guys try it once? Yeah, for just sure. To see, yeah, just to see what it feels like. Yeah. Bradley? I'm totally. Yeah. I would have one in my house. If it's going to make me live forever, sure. Mm. Well, uh, quality of life matters, but yes. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is in talks to play Ursula the Sea Witch in Disney's live-action Little Mermaid. Wait, who again? Melissa McCarthy. Ooh, that's that's good. Interesting. 
I can see it. I can see it. I think a lot of people are going to hate on this because people want to hate on anything that they didn't think of. (laughs) Right. I love the idea of Lizzo doing it. You know, she really wants to do it. Ooh, I didn't hear about that. Yes. Yeah, she'd be better. Right. She'd be really good. Uh, Ursula, I think, is one of the scariest monsters. I think she can. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah. All right. All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. Good morning and happy 8 o'clock hour this Monday, July 1st, 2019. It's just about 5 after the hour. Get busy, get going wherever you're supposed to be. Hopefully you're well on your way. If not, uh, enjoy the ride because we're here. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's mm-hmm. Alexis Thompson along with Dawn McLean. And um, cheers to you, Bradley, for waking up and being here and talking and oh having fun. You know, it is Thank my you. pleasure to play in your playground. You can listen to me most days from noon to three, mm-hmm. but not for the next couple Clean weeks. And Bradley, I will be in for Jason. And um, yes, thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for being here. It's always a lot of fun. And uh, wow, we must talk about moms, babies, friendships. Okay, what do you guys think Does that about... Exist? First of all, I have a question. Okay. What do you think about like when somebody says, Oh, my mom is my best friend. Well, I, I have multiple feelings about that, depending on how old the kid is. I think after 21... I think that that's okay. I would consider my mom one of my oh, best friends. Interesting, interesting. Okay. But it, it, it wasn't that way when I was a kid. You think of your mom as your best friend. Or one of them, okay. yes, for sure. Interesting. Okay. I, we talk almost every day, and, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell her most things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you and, would do to a very good friend. Right. Dawn, do you have a particular opinion? Um, I think when you're raising your kid, you can't be their friend. Yeah. And you have to tell them that. Unfortunately, it's a hard conversations to have. Sometimes you have to go, I'm not your friend. And they get their feelings hurt. But you're like, listen, I have to make good decisions for you because you're not mature enough to make those decisions. Your brain isn't developed right now. So I have to take control and say, we're not friends. I'm here to protect you from yourself. And a friend, I'm better than a friend. I'm your mom. Right. That's so wise. Both of you just like serving up some knowledge it's better than having a best friend it's being a mom and having that mom-daughter relationship is better than having a best friend and that's what you need to also explain so they don't get their feelings hurt well you guys need to talk to kylie jenner because she says her daughter stormy who by the way is 16 (laughs) months old is her real life bestie (laughs) real life bestie Uh on saturday Kylie <laughs> shared several adorable photos of her and her daughter wearing matching tie-dye dresses. Oh my gosh, I love that. Both Alexis m- wants Onhill to wear a matching outfit I, with her. I oh, do. I want to wear matching no. outfits, but he won't let me do Thank that. Thank God well, for Onhill. Just don't Onhill. make it be an American flag, okay? That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's right. when you're like, okay. Yeah, that might be uh, too much, but yeah. you know, when it's appropriate, it's okay. Sure. Can't we wear matching outfits once no, in a while? You cannot. No. Oh. No. That oh. is not acceptable for twins. It is not acceptable for what? siblings. It is not acceptable oh. for gay men. I used to love to dress in the same <laughs> outfit as my sister, who's four years younger. Yeah. We'd wear the same outfits. Oh, God. No. Just different. No, you know, no. Be yourself. Be okay. yourself. Oh, be right. yourself. Fine, be fine. yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Don't. 
wear something. <laughs> Same. Oh, anyway, okay. Kylie Jenner. <laughs> can you? Can a sixteen month though? Be your best friend just at all? Here's what's so disturbing about this. Unless you're also 16 months old. The way that... Okay, so, like, I'm not taking this too seriously. But here's what, to me, is so disturbing. So, Kylie Jenner, a billionaire, famous, blah-bitty-blue, got a daughter, blah-bitty-blue. She's wearing matching outfits. They look adorable. (laughs) Ha-ha. She also refers to her as her mini-me. Yes. You know, which to me is so... I just... I'm sorry. You don't like if you that. said it, I would probably be like, ha, ha, ha. but in the back of my head, just know that somewhere I'd be like, that's a little creepy and weird yeah. because your child is not you. I get right. what she's saying. Cause it's like, she's dressed up. She looks like her, but like dressing your child up as you, I don't know. There's something about it. That's just a little weird. And the, the, particularly what I think is weird about this with Kylie Jenner is that she's calling her daughter at once her bestie mm-hmm. yes. and calling her, her mini me. Which means she loves herself. She loves herself, which is really to me the takeaway. Thank you, Alexis, for putting it so succinctly. Yeah. Okay, all right, I get it now. Right, right. Like that's a little problematic that you birthed this thing. And Kylie Jenner is not alone. Let's be real. No, oh, there's a lot of people who say my kid's my best friend. Well, yes, my kid is my best friend, and my kid is just like this weird um, version, version of, of me. me. Right. Yeah. And I just feel like horrible for this little child who now has to grow up. I mean, not too bad because she will be taken care of for the rest of her life. Yeah. But imagine growing up in that shadow. Listen, oh. I've watched a lot oh. of intervention lately. Oh, as right. You guys what have know. you learned from? <laughs> and this really goes back to that because a lot of the parents of drug addicts treat their kids more like they're enabling them by being their friend instead of being the parent. Oh, you know? tell me so more. This is a, this is a dangerous it's road a to go down because you can't really be your kid's friend. You know, you, you see it on there, like almost every episode, the parent is involved with getting the kid drugs or giving them money and helping them out. And it's just perpetuating yeah. like, well, I don't want my kid to be in pain. It's like, oh, yeah, but you're slowly killing them, too. You know where that money is going. Anyway, I need an time. intervention for watching Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, you do. But I'm loving it because it's, it's... You learn so much and you get some good tears out. Right. But that's a good takeaway from this. Now, does it matter at all that Kylie is 21 years old? Could that just be a generational <laughs> thing? herself. Well, that, but also that it could be a generational thing in terms of how they're parenting. I would say generational, would certainly generational. Yeah, because like my mother would never call me her friend, but I have an amazing relationship with my mother. Right. right? But would you consider her a friend now that you're both adults? We can be friends. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say we can be friends. Sure. On mm-hmm. that level. But I, I honestly, no, She's because she mom. will always be my mom. For example, right. um, my partner, Jamie, he is friends with my mother they're very close friends or they are very good friends i should say i don't want to speak for their relationship but um they they behave with one another like friends do right they say things to each other that like i would never say to my mom even though i like i like my mom as a person right that makes sense which is different than when i was a child and i despised everything she stood for because she was my mother and she was ruining my life yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know i think that it's easier to be a friend once they're I think you do need to pull back and be more of a friend once they get older. Like, for instance, yeah. my daughter has business decisions that she's trying to make right now. Yeah. <laughs> because she's a tattoo artist and she's opening her own shop. And I have thoughts and feelings about what she should do. But I'm keeping those to myself. Yeah. 
because oh. I don't want to be overbearing, but I also don't want to see her make mistakes. It's a real hard thing, you know. It's just and that that's like being ends. a good friend, right? Because a good friend, you kind of just wait for back. them to come to you if they want your advice. You're yeah, not gonna... well, I mean, she'll tell me the issue, and I'll say, "Well, you need to think." I would think about these two things and give her the pros and cons of each, or maybe instead of offer telling her, her what to but do. I don't say, "And this is what you should do." Yeah. You know, ah. it's just, but it's hard to, whew. but she's asking you though, right? She's, um, well, she's just telling me the situation. She oh, never okay. says, what should I do? Oh. And so I just let her. That sounds very healthy. Ooh, it's hard to be I healthy. <laughs> I was going to say that must be <laughs> so I was, hard. You know, I was a very young mom, so I had a yeah. problem whenever I was 17 when I got pregnant yeah. and I was raising, I was growing up at the same time as raising a kid. And when she got to be the age where she was pushing back a little bit with boundaries, I had to go to counseling with her because she was making more of the decisions and they're like, you're the mom. So they did a lot of, uh, oh, interesting. Uh, uh, interesting, you know, it was, it was a interesting way to look at it. And I had to be told you have to step in and do this and not let her run the show. Yeah. And that was hard to do. Yeah. Well, and being a young mom, you're also the youngest in your family. Yeah. Plus you spend so, so much time with your kid. Like yeah. you feel like you have to be both the mom and the dad if you don't have the dad present. And then you're like spending right. so much time. You, you are friends with them and you do enjoy their company. And then it comes time for you to go, I have to set this boundary and kids do want you to do that. Yes. I was going to say, as they a, want boundaries. They, they want you to tell them what the rules when are. When your bedtime because is. Because when you don't have those rules, they feel lost. So you have to just sort of know what's best and, and you know, have boundaries, basically. So I need yeah. you yeah. to call Kylie Jenner okay. and have a conversation because clearly Chris Jenner is not having these conversations. Well, let's get real. You know, because pre- also, speaking yeah. of boundary issues, Chris Jenner is for Does boss. she have boundaries? Oh, right. yeah. Oh, no. Like, think about what the boundaries she learned as a child, Kylie, you know, so, and then also... There, there are no boundaries. There weren't really, and her... Th- you bring up a good point, too, Don, because, you know, whether you're a single parent, you're both mom and dad, yeah. that brings up a whole nother thing. Brad, did you... Were, were you... Basically, did your mom raise you, or did you have... Was your dad uh, my present? Parents. My biological father was not. I've had other father figures step mm-hmm. in at times, but my mother, you know... She's the she's constant. the constant, yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah. that also has and a lot to do with And she had me when too. she was 16, so much like Dawn, right. she had to establish boundaries at a very early age and had a hard time with it. Like, it actually was not easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. definitely yeah. not easy. Mom. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, okay, so should we send her a tweet? Like, how do we get a hold of Kylie? Should we go through... You know, um, she's this, probably, hmm. she lost her best friend, Jordan Woods. Well, so yeah. I think oh, she's yeah, just no, trying totally. to say, like, I have found that the only constant thing that I can count on for love and yeah, affection is my Let me put all daughter. of my expectations child. on right. my child. That'll yeah. that'll turn out well. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she needs yeah. to go to that Sunday church yeah. uh, with Kanye and Kim, which, mm-hmm. by the way, they're doing a lot of um, Snapchats and stuff from there. I kind of want to go to one. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? 
<sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One of these services. Theo was Girl. just there, and she Girl. was performing. Girl, it's a cult. <laughs> no. Don't go anywhere near it. We You're can't just go for one. In. Nope. <laughs> I mean, they're wearing robes and like nope. there's like a beautiful gospel Stay choir. Away. Oh, it's just it's like baggy music. Just get another yeah. girl. <laughs> girl, come so over right to my time. backyard this Sunday <laughs> with your <laughs> mumu. I'll put on some music. I know you got one at H and M in New York. Oh, come I, on now, uh, that's right. I need to wear that this week so you yeah. can see my mumu that I bought in New York oh, City. I'm excited. Yeah, is it a legit mumu? I think so. That yeah. is a traditional. Uh, oh, garment. not super traditional. You know, it has the. Modern twist to oh, okay. it, but yeah, I a mean, modern mumu. Yeah, it exists. What is a modern right mumu? It's just, it has a cute kind of different collar. Yeah, it's it's animal print, <laughs> and it has a really nice little She's collar. Getting real Mrs. Roper up in here. Oh, hey, look. oh yeah, those nineties dresses are coming back too. The the uh, what was it? Um, wait, what did you say? Night rolls. <laughs> night rolls. Did you say night rolls? No, are you ruffles? High? Ruffles? Is that what you said? You just said something, but not very clearly. One of us is asleep, and I don't know who it is. I don't remember saying night something rolls. Something about Mrs. Roper. And oh, then Mrs. Roper. When oh. you said one word. Uh, I thought you said night rolls, I which is know. hilarious, but... It's like night moves. Night moves. Well, just me my eating in my sleep. Rolls. Night rolls. Night rolls, exactly. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Mm. But my so-called life, I used to love that show, you know, with Claire Danes and yeah. Jared Leto. And all of that style is coming back now. Interesting. The baby doll dresses. We, there were body suits everywhere. Oh, God. I'm sorry. The 90s was the one decade where I was like, please don't come back. Mm. Don't come anywhere oh. near me. Oh, I loved the 90s style. With your, you know, high-waisted jeans. All that high-waisted stuff. Mm. Yeah, maybe the yeah. high-waisted stuff could and stay back there. men? But... Oh, my God. Yeah, what was a men's style Just in the 90s? big, baggy pants. Baggy oh. pleated jeans. Oh, Brad, you, you gotta need to rock those. those baggy pleated jeans. I, my favorite was Galaxy Wash. I had these puffy <laughs> Galaxy Wash jeans. <laughs> galaxy Wash? What's Galaxy so Wash? So it was like Ooh. acid wash, but it had these little pinpricks, so it looked like little stars. Oh. Ooh. Mm, Those ugly. need to come back. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Or the Bugs Bunny T-shirts. Remember how big that was? Listen. And the hyper color ones. Yeah, hyper color was a bad idea. If you idea. never want to get laid again, wear a Bugs Bunny <laughs> T-shirt. Yes. Yeah. I don't know though. You see the kids, and you know, I'm finally at that age now where you see people control, wearing the, wear that shirt, where the kids are wearing clothes that you wore, right? So that's oh. like. And yes. that's an experience that I can now understand older yeah. people having that had that experience. Yes. I am now having that experience and it's tr- it's terrible. Yeah. 90s so is bad, seeing guys. young people wearing that stuff by choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, we like, had you to. know you don't go- look good in those pants, yeah, right? Like you are going to wake up one day and be like, "What? What did I do?" This is a my talk dirt alert. And before we get to all the latest from Hollywood with Elizabeth Reese, don't forget, if you guys have dreams, call Dawn so she can uh, get you all ready to go for her. Start a weaving. uh, 651-641-1071. Now, with all the latest from Hollywood, it's Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, Elizabeth. Well, it's a happy morning for us. Taylor Swift not feeling so happy about things Mm. after this weekend. This is like the biggest story, and I've been just... It's not often that I have to sit and really kind of just figure out where all the pieces go in these Dirt Alert stories. A lot of times they're pretty straightforward, Girl, right? And I kind of get it. Is yeah. a flow chart. I mean, Ooh, right? so much. 
It's so much. So I'm trying to break it all down for you. And here's <laughs> um, here's where we are. Essentially, the bottom line is that Taylor Swift is furious and very upset that Scooter Braun, as in Justin Bieber's manager, Scooter Braun, purchased her entire catalog of music for $300 million. Wow. So... Taylor Swift's rep is doubling down on claims regarding how she found out about it. And uh, the guys at Big Machine Label say something totally different. Yep. So here, here's where it's like a he said, she said kind of a thing. There's a source close to the deal who told People Magazine that uh, Taylor Swift got a courtesy note on Saturday by Big Machine Label Group from founder Scott Borchetta. Okay. Okay. TMZ said... Taylor's dad, Scott, is on the board of directors of yeah. Big Machine Label Group and has known about this deal for at least a week. But there's a spokesperson for Taylor who says, no, Scott Swift is not on the board of directors and has <gasps> never been. Oh, that's a new twist. Wrinkle. Okay, listen, on June 25th, there was a shareholder phone call that Scott Swift did not participate in due to a very strict NDA that bound all shareholders and prohibited any discussion at all without risk of severe penalty. Her dad did not join that call because he did not want to be required to withhold any information from his own daughter. Taylor found out from the news articles when she woke up before seeing any text from Scott and he did not call her in advance. Well, he he has posted text messages mm. that he claims were sent to her before this, but... But she said, says she, said. she didn't know about it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so what happened was over the weekend, Taylor Swift posted a Tumblr blog post mm -hmm. um, just going on and saying some fun facts about today's news. I learned about Scooter Braun's purchase of my masters as it was announced to the world. All I could think about was the incessant manipulative bullying I've received at his hands for years. <sighs> so Scott Borchetta said... Um, that he texted Swift at 9.06 p.m. on Saturday to give her a heads up about the deal. And then he went on and said, I guess it might somehow be possible that her dad, Scott, an attorney who is an attorney who has represented Scott on the shareholder calls, or other executives and shareholders didn't say anything to Taylor over the prior five days. I guess it's possible that she might not have seen my text, but I truly doubt that she woke up to the news when everyone else did. Mm. So you Scooter Braun manages Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. And um, Taylor Swift went on and said, now Scooter has stripped me of my life's work that I wasn't given an opportunity to buy. Essentially, my musical legacy is about to lie in the hands of someone who tried to dismantle it. This is my worst case scenario. This is what happens when you sign a deal at 15 to someone for whom the term loyalty is clearly just a contractual concept. And when that man, speaking of Scott Borchetta at Big Machine Label Records, says music has value, he means its value is beholden to men who had no part in creating it. Ooh. So her statement is very strong, mm -hmm. but you also have to go back and ask yourself, well, were her parents not the ones that yes, made that deal 15. for her right. when she was 15 years old? Right. And there is some dispute as to what the deal was. He claims that she would own everything outright immediately had she signed that contract. Uh, which disputes her claim. Again, we don't know who's in the right. Here right. Kind of a tit point. for tat. Yeah. One she for says that she would have to put out one album to get one album back. Um, he says that she would have owned everything outright. So there's some question as to what this deal actually was. Right. And most importantly, her parents, like, 
they really were in charge of her when she was 15, right? That being said, I mean, yes. And I think you can also understand, though, how parents who probably didn't have much experience in the record business and had a 15-year-old who was trying to get music out there might have signed a deal that wasn't really in their best interest. That well, was more in the record label best best interest. But they also didn't know that she was going to be Taylor Swift. Right. 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 So when that deal was made, I mean, there are a lot of deals that probably happen where most people go on to just have, you know mediocre if not no success right right it's just so complicated there's so many layers oh Elizabeth. my and then gosh Justin bieber got involved it's a whole i'll have to save that till the 1220 dirt <gasps> alert i'm oh telling you it is a busy day thanks you guys thanks so thanks much elizabeth elizabeth on, on twin cities live today at three on channel five and of course her podcast best of the nest you can find at mytalk 1071.com please call us with your dreams 651-641-1071 Bye. don's gonna weave them next well, it's appropriate that Taylor Swift is bringing us back here at My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, Alexis Thompson, Don McLean. I'm in for Jason. He'll be back in a couple weeks. We're having fun in the meantime, in between time. Yep. And this is a really fun part of the show for all involved because Dawn gets to unleash her magical mystery talent. Ooh, she's got to catch her dream. I was back in high school and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? this morning uh, we're gonna start with jen and she first so let's get her on the phone okay hi jen tell hi, us jen. about your dream hi there i had a dream the other night where my my older sister in real life she is uh has a lot of serious health issues she's happily married my dream was that right before her wedding her husband was going to call it off and I was trying to protect my sister, and I was so worried about her, and I just felt awful. And I woke up, and all day I just felt awful and just sad and also really grateful that she has this really supportive husband. But it was just so real. It was so real. Yes. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and just ignore the part that you told me about the real life aspect, because even though that's important to you, I don't really need to know that. This is actually Mm -hmm. all about you and not about your sister anyway, like all dreams are. I figured from listening to you. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So uh, your sister is a familiar aspect of yourself. Um, This is a familiar part of you. And um, when it comes to a spouse involved, um, a spouse would be the part of your subconscious mind that you're trying to create wholeness with. And for some reason, there's something going on with you where you feel like you're not your whole self Mm. in order to create something new. So you're not committing Mm. to yourself. And it has to do with an aspect. I don't know what that is. You have to search yourself for that. This is a familiar part of you. Look at the qualities that she has and possesses that you... Um, they can be good or bad. You can also keep those to yourself. But um, most of the time with a sister, unless you're estranged, things things are all good. So think about what your sister means to you. It's that part of yourself that you're not creating wholeness with to bring ah. new things to yourself in your life. Okay. And you're a little okay. worried about that. Does that, that. resonate? 
I don't know. Now I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> okay. So it's about that bond with yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Creating wholeness with that part. All right. Jen. Okay. Okay. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Okay. I bet she'll think about it later today and be like, oh my God. <laughs> That's what it means. Yeah. That's what Don meant. Yes. There might be a way. Maybe she knows that her sister is very compassionate and there might be a way where she's not really able to find compassion in her life to oh, bring new things. Yeah. Right. So that's just an example. I don't know if that's true or not, but okay. All right. Shauna's right. up next. Yes, yeah, Shauna, tell us about your dream. Hey, guys. Um, hey. So my dreams for the past couple months, um, I recently just moved down to Texas. I still listen to you guys. Love it. Oh, um, thank you. I've been having this dream about storms and violence. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it's because I just moved and I don't have any family down here, just my husband's family. So I don't know why. It's just been keeping me up. Like, I'll wake up, like, my heart will be pounding, and then I'll look around and everything's fine. But in my dream, I somehow die. Mm. So I don't know why or what it is, and it just gives me anxiety. <laughs> okay. Yeah, obviously. Okay, you're probably going to laugh, but um, <laughs> storms, storms are inner conflict that you're having. Okay. Okay. Um, I used to dream about storms and get really excited. I would see a tornado coming or several storms. I'd be like, here it comes. Yeah. (laughs) And at that part of my life, I was kind of dramatic and kind of liked inner turmoil. So that's a good example of what I'm talking about here. You can either like the storm or not like the storm. Mm, You are not enjoying this inner conflict that you're having. Um, The violence has to do with um, it's it's the result of denying your true nature of yourself. Um, and also your nature of yourself with the creator. You're not accepting what's giving to you. You kind of feel like a victim of change because you're also saying that you're dying and death is change in a dream. So right now you feel like you're a victim of some type of a change that's been forced upon you, Mm -hmm. all right, which sounds like it could be moving. (laughs) But I don't know. There are things probably with moving that you don't like. It might be exciting, but at the same time, you sort of feel like a victim of it. I think that makes sense because we moved to Texas, two kids, a dog, and 17, um, 17 hour drive. That oh. probably is. Oh, so. yeah. That, those are that's a big change. Causes some, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So there are times well, that where makes you, sense. Yeah, I appreciate it. It'll pass. That you makes know. Sense. And some of these things, they feel so big in the dream, but it could. it's really just the last 24 to 48 hours that you had the dream. Right. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I appreciate it. Thank no you, guys. Problem. Thanks for listening, still, yeah. I always love. No problem. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. That's I love awesome. these segments because I always get reminded, like, oh yeah, that's what that is, or oh, uh-huh. I always learn so much. Because you know, we all have those like those big, you know, disaster dreams, and you're yes. like, oh Terrifying my god, dreams. the yeah. world's ending. I'm gonna die. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Will I ever have flying dreams again, Dawn? You will. You sure? I think you so. want them, right? Is yeah. that yeah? Because that's supposed to be like when you're free and happy. And yeah, and you feel limitless. Is, mm. Does that also include bouncing? Because in my dream, a lot of times I didn't fly, but I would bounce. <laughs> yeah, like so Ooh. I would go really high oh, and be like, like Tigger, <laughs> and it'd be cute. really slow. Yeah, so Ooh, you'd enjoy you like free floating. Yeah, you you Ooh. once again, it's like flying. You just felt limitless in your path because normally we're just walking on a uh, along our path. Um, sometimes when you're bouncing, though, you can get off track if you're too <gasps> crazy. Oh, you just want to go to space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have Laura on the phone. Right. Laura, tell us about your dream. Yeah, so this has been a recurring dream for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. But I have dreams that I am 
trying to put my contacts in, but instead of my contacts, they're inanimate objects, like dinner plates or plastic swimming pools or rocks. And um, it's been probably like six years or so that I've been having these dreams at least, like maybe like once every other month or so. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wake up and like my, I need to rub my eyes and I I it's kind of like a in my dream I'm just normally putting them in but then I wake up and I'm panicked that I put something really. Bad. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman. Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Out of my eye. <laughs> okay. Wow. Whoa. That is a unique one. All right. <laughs> so every time you dream about this, you are dreaming about um, how you're perceiving the world around you. Sometimes you feel like you have a real blind spot when it comes to um, you feel like whenever everybody is perceiving something one way, you could be perceiving something a different way. And you're kind of like, wait a minute, I wish I could remove this large plate out of my eye. But I realize I could have been the one that put it there. So it's the perception of what's happening around you that it makes you feel limited and you feel a little bit panicked about that um, because you don't really know how it got there or why you're doing it. Mm, could be about holding grudges or so you she feels responsible is what you're saying uh yeah because you're the one putting those things into your eye right laura yes i am yeah okay so sometimes you just feel like what you wanted to do was approach something and see better but it just caused you to have more of a blind spot Mm. oh it's like self and there's really no yeah there's really no rhyme or reason to why you're putting those things in your eyes it's it's just like i know that it seems weird because you're like why is it a dinner plate why is (laughs) (laughs) it's just your soul trying to get your attention going look at these random things that you're putting in there that aren't you know it's clouding your judgment okay that it makes a lot of sense. This place situations. Okay. Okay. Keeps coming up. Your soul's knocking on your door there saying, hey, pay attention to this. Okay. Got it. I like that. Oh, that's okay. really insightful. I love it. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, Thanks, Laura. Laura. It's like you say, you know, like sometimes Ooh. I'm like, I need to listen to the universe more. And it's like, well, maybe just pay attention to your dreams. Uh-huh. Yeah, there. that's what yeah. they're trying to do. It's trying to give you feedback. We don't have time to think about all the things that happen to us in the day. The We're process. too distracted. We don't sit down and meditate all the time or reflect on what's bothering us, and then you just move on. Yeah. And you're. it's like we're trying to work that out at night. Your minds are going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, body's going, uh-uh, nope. Yeah. Exactly. We're not over this yet. It's yeah, You got a deal. Time to deal. Sure. Are you going to write a book? You should write a book, don't No. About dreams. Yeah. No. I, I learned I all this it. from other people. It's not so, like my own Welcome ideas. to everything. <laughs> Nobody came up with anything new, but you're going to put your unique spin on it. Oh, I see. Yeah, I could put my unique spin on it, right? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I I work a little bit on, um, since I am learning to be more in tune with uh, more, uh, sort of like an empath, what people are thinking and feeling. It's I'm I'm combining those things together. Yeah. I want to call the book, Get Into the Fast McLean with Dom McLean. Oh, See? Yes. 
Can you be my agent? The fast yes. McLean. Okay, Scooter Braun. Okay. <laughs> that, that could just be a biography. I will buy your catalog. That's right. It could be an autobiography of, you know. In the fast in the, McLean. In the fast Or the fast McLean. Yeah. That was my name. How to in high get school. through oh. life efficiently <laughs> and without. Yes. Yeah, Doo-doo. I need to take my own advice sometimes, though, yeah. for sure. Mm. I good. like I like that you did a play on McLean versus Dawn, because we've yeah. always done, you know, Crack of Dawn, Dawn. Crack of Dawn. Yeah, Dawn of Dark, you know, that. Yeah. We've gone that route, so. All right, well, there you go. She's she's a country star. She's got a book to write now. Um, what else do you have on your plate, Dawn? A bunch of TV to watch I'm and movies excited. you don't want? I'm excited to get through. This is a short week. We have a couple of days vacation. That's fun. Yeah, we have a nice long weekend. I'm oh. very, very excited to be here with you guys. Oh, yeah, yes. Bradley, thank you. <laughs> yes, we love that you are here. <laughs> don't forget about me. <laughs> How could we ever forget about you? Oh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll check in with Donna and Steven. Also, talk a little bit about New York City's Pride Weekend, Yay. which was last weekend. Jason Alexis show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, Alexis Thompson, Don McLean. Thanks, ladies, for letting me play in your playground today. I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for playing with us. It's been a fun day it's for went, sure. Went by fast. I know. It right? feels like just on. yesterday. We were yes. uh, running in here uh, as the microphones were live. <laughs> right, and that was... Actually, it was just today. That was actually today. First thing, 5.30. Man. Um, yes. Oh, another quick reminder, yeah. too. Uh, this July, my talk, they're giving away a t- we're giving away a tank a day all month long starting yes. today. Tank a day? Yep. Like so tank top? No, like a tank of gas. Oh, yeah. cool. You'll get $100 to fill your car, boat, RV, or even your lawnmower. It's as easy as one. One, two, three. You ready for one? Yeah, what's one? If you haven't already, download the MyTalk app. What's two? Register. And three. Enter to win Whoa! a tank a day. Okay. Super easy to do. MyTalk1071.com. Just type in keyword tank. The other thing we're excited about is that we are presenting the High V Pinky Swear Kids Triathlon. That's Saturday, right? That's right. Or in it's, August, it is I'm a sorry. Saturday. A Saturday. <laughs> August 3rd. <laughs> Don't go this Saturday. It is a thir- Saturday. No, <laughs> August 3rd at Lake Nokomis. It's a non timed, non competitive race for kids of all abilities, ages 6 to 18. And it's the Pinky Swear Foundation's fundraising event. You can learn more. Use my talk keyword, Pinky Swear. So lots of fun things to see on our website. And we also have some coverage of New York City's Pride, which was last weekend. Yeah. No, this. Yeah. This yesterday. Yes. And the day before. Saturday and Sunday. And Friday night, too. Lots of big performances on Friday. We had Lady Gaga, Whoopi Goldberg, Alicia Keys, a lot of drag performers performing in the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. And so that was a big hit. Yeah. So this Pride, for those of you who don't know, was very special. And uh, it was actually it's World Pride uh, was the celebration uh, over the weekend in New York City, sort of ground zero for where, um, you know, the modern LGBTQ uh, civil rights movement started um, Mm -hmm. at the Stonewall, the Stonewall Inn, which you can actually go to. It was the scene of some riots. It's a long story, a very important one. Yeah. Um, But it was the 50th anniversary of that over the weekend. And a lot of pride festivals like ours here in the Twin Cities backed up their pride festival a week so that everybody, a lot of Minneapolis people had headed to and people from around the world headed to New York to celebrate the world world Pride. pride. Yeah. Yeah, the parade was yesterday. 
seemed to be a lot of fun. They had great weather. It seems for like it. it was the world's longest parade, by the way, because I kept <laughs> seeing on social media like, "When will this parade end?" <laughs> it's still going. Oh, no. Damn these the- gays love a parade. Oh my gosh! Oh, what if they're stuck in the parade though? Yeah, That's right? the thing that it can be. Mm, not so fun. <laughs> ha ha. The other person getting into the groove was Madonna. Yeah. And she did She was perform. sort of the climax, if you will. Yes, because she was at River Island Stage on Pier 97. And she performed for 7,000 people. But a lot of fans really, really wanted to get in to see her perform. And I guess it went really well. Tickets sold out quickly. And especially for Pride, you know. She, it's, a lot of people said it, this is a, you know, kind of... A, a rite of passage. It's a big honor to be asked to do this every year. They always, you know, the person who sings on the or uh, performs on the pier. That's like always a big like, who's it going to be this year? Who's it going to be this year? Yes, and yes. for fifty, you know, the fiftieth anniversary is a very big deal, and it's not certainly the most important story of, um, you know, the last fifty years. But it's it's you know a a big honor for her to be able to perform that way and. Um, I didn't get to see the performance, uh, unfortunately, but yeah, I, but some Minnesotans traveled yes, over there to see it. Yeah, I w- we could have gotten them on the phone. They're all sleeping. <laughs> right, Actually, knowing now. them, they're all still awake. They're still awake. Yeah. Yep. Probably. I mean, I, can you imagine New York City right now? It still must be insane. Lots of fun yeah. and a lot of people taking work off. Don and I were there Tuesday and Wednesday. And yeah. They were. You could see they were ramping up for that, getting oh, ready bet. to go. Yeah. This is like the largest celebration, probably. Ooh. In history, certainly in New York City. Yes. Oh, so it was a big, big month in general and great celebrations, of course. Absolutely. Great way to kind of wrap it up in New York City. And it was really, it was fun to watch some of the parade. And yes, you're right. People going, wait a second. When is this? When is this going (laughs) to be done? When is this parade going to be over? Because everybody, you know, which is a delightful thing. It's a delightful problem to have, right? The fact that so many people are willing to be supportive and, um, and proud. Mm -hmm. Um, that is, that is not a guarantee in the world that we live in. And so frankly, in this day and age to have that level of support is a wonderful thing as a member of said community. Ding, ding, ding. That's right, Bradley Trainer. Okay, Don and Steve both Look walked into the house. Look at these two hey, Wow, hey, hey Fred. Wow, it's Monday. Alex, Bruh. what's shaking today? <laughs> yes, oh, and then he pitchforked him to death. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. I off the road. I was like, and then, okay, way to bury the headline there. I forgot about She's that. She's like, part. oh, wait. Because what what uh, what Don, uh, Donna is referring to is of course the little ha- little X on the prairie. She's talking about the raccoon episode with the rabies. With the rabies, and we're like, but what happened to the rabid raccoon? It just is walking she, out there killing people. And she's like, yeah, I just went into the woods. No wait, no pa pa pitchforked it to pitchforked death. The thing to death. <laughs> Oopsies, forgot that Bury major the lead. detail. Oh my gosh, Steve, what do uh, we have coming up? Oh, yes. we're doing entertainment today, uh, and we'll do it from nine till noon. No. Oh. Oh. Oh, are, you sure? are you going to be there the whole time? Yes. Uh, today, yes. <laughs> Tomorrow, you never know. All Keep right. them on their toes. Don and Steve up next. Remember, everybody, you be you, because that's what we—that's the only people we can be, right? Right. Have fun. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Love you. Bye, friends.